Hey, everybody, and welcome to Learning from Smart People. I am Rob Oliver, your host, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about social media, and my guest is Jonna London. She is part of the Online Business Gurus. It's nice to be here today. Excellent. Um, the Online Business Gurus, let me just tell folks a little bit about what it is that you guys are. It's a bilingual marketing company that specializes in social media, email, and internet marketing, automation, sales funnel building, as well as sales strategies. And I'm, I'm really glad that you joined me today. This is something that I think we can all learn about. Listen, social media is... I'm going to make a confession now. I'm 48 years old, okay? And I, I'm familiar with social media, but sometimes I feel like it's something that is a, a younger generation thing. Like I've got kids, I've got teenagers and they're doing TikTok and they're doing Instagram and they're like, I feel like they spend just about all their time on social media. And as a business owner, I think, yes, social media is something that is valuable to me, but how do I make it something that I doesn't become all consuming in what I'm doing? Does that make sense at all? It makes perfect sense. I've heard that more than once. And it, it, it depends on what you want from the social media. The, the younger generation, they're using it to keep engaged, especially now with COVID going on, and you can't do those face-to-face -face engagements. But it's still really important for, for the older, not older, or old people, because let's be honest, old is only a state of mind and a number. So, but to not be overwhelmed by social media, I always suggest to people, do a little research. Find out where the person that you want to do business is living. Um, you cannot do every social media platform. If you do, that's all your life is going to consist of. So take, you know, a little bit of time, an hour, maybe two hours, or maybe hire somebody that does that kind of thing for a living. And they go out and they research where your ideal person is, your ideal community, your ideal client, whatever it is you're wanting to get from your social media. And then that's where you want to put your focus. Um, you cannot do it all. You do not want to do it all. Trust me. Trying to do it all would consume your life. So just do a little bit of research and find out where that person that you really want to work with or that person that you really think your products are going to work for. And that's where you want to concentrate your efforts. It, it makes sense. And basically what I'm hearing you say is uh, there are different platforms that are going to appeal to different uh, age groups that are going to appeal to different um, audiences, and whether it's a personal audience, a professional audience, um, and you find out. And I guess it starts with identifying who your target audience is. That's exactly right. It, it starts with you looking at what your business model is or what your product is or what your, whatever it is that you're wanting to share with the world. And then you figure out where your what that demographic is. And from there, then you can figure out where your demographic lives. Um, it's, there's quick, easy ways to do it. Um, you can do it by looking at, competitors or maybe affiliates that might work in your area and then you just kind of start from there you kind of figure out where you want to be where you want to live what the message you want to share is what you're looking to get from your social media and that will make your life a lot more simpler <laughs> it, it makes perfect sense i mean you you be um you it's kind of like i'm thinking about a billboard okay and that is you, you want to put a billboard where the people that you are targeting live, right? And it, so um, for me as a professional speaker, 
I would imagine that doing a whole lot of TikTok videos isn't going to work for me because the people that hire me are not, you know, 18 to 20 year old folks who are, I, that's, I could put a lot of effort in there and I could do that, but it, it's just not going to have the return on investment. Exactly. Your, your ideal speaker audiences are YouTube, share your Twitter and LinkedIn because your speaker, your that's going to be appealing to more companies, more businesses, more organizations, and those are the places that you would want to live. Makes TikTok is not going to be where you're going to want to live in a dance off. Right. Okay. And you know, as much as my kids might be impressed that I'm quote unquote TikTok famous, um, I it's not going to it's not going to be what helps my business at the end of the day. And and ultimately, that's what we're looking for is this is a tool to help grow your business, to help um, interact with customers, to, to help build relationships. Or, and if I'm not mistaken, in some ways, establish yourself as an expert. Is it, does that make sense exactly. to you? Most people are not going to make a million dollars off of social media. There are those rare few that are influencers and, and marketers, and yeah, they're making a ton of money. But for the average business and the average speaker and the average person, social media is more of a platform to get what we what's a million people know. It's called the like, no, trust factor. First, they have to know you. They have to get to know your personality. They have to get to know your business. They have to get to know your product, whatever it is. Then they have to decide that they like you. So they need to know that the message that you're giving or the product that you're selling is something that they're going to enjoy. It's going to fix a issue in their life or it's going to help them enhance their life in some way. Once they like you and they know you, then they're going to trust you. And when they trust you, they're going to buy your services. Okay. Whether it be your product, your services, you go to your events. So social media is more of a, let me know who you are. Let me know what you've got that's going to help me. And then, yeah, that's what I want to use. Okay. So tell me then, what is it that you are, what is the best thing to be sharing on social media? Because listen, I remember back in the early days of Twitter, you know, you had people like I'm standing in line at, um, at Starbucks and um like for a frappuccino and retweet for, uh, you know, a mochaccino. And it's like, I don't really, like, I'm not interested in sharing my personal life and having people choose what drink I get at Starbucks. What is it that I should be putting out there on social media? You need about 80-20. 80-20 regarding your services, your business, your products. Why they fix or help or can enhance their life. The other 20% does not have to be, do I need to go to the bathroom today? What drink am I going to get at Starbucks? But maybe, you know, um, something that is relevant to your business, but also has a little bit of a personal aspect. Because in the end of the day, they may buy your product, they may buy your service, they may go to your event, whatever that, whatever that is, but they are still investing in you. So, because at the end of the day, you're your product, you're your service, or you're your business. Okay, so it's got to have it's got to have some kind of personal touch it, it, to yeah. to reveal who you who you yeah. are, and and in that way, you're you're not just establishing your position as a a leader in the field or as an expert. You're kind of building a little bit of a personal connection where they feel like they know you, and as a result of that, um, which goes right to is. No, like trust, right? Is that what? exactly? Okay, exactly. What, what, what? How I like to explain it is this: there is you have PetSmart, okay, and you have Petco. 
They sell the exact same stuff. They do the exact same things. But people will go to one or the other because they like that brand. They know that brand. They trust that brand. It is the same aspect in your business. I could sell this exact same package as you. However, my followers are going to buy from me because they like who I am. They're going to buy from you because they like who you are. So in, in that aspect, social media needs to be have that little bit of personal aspect so that you build that trust with your audience or your community or your client. Okay. This isn't the exact comparison, but it's, it's why like Moe's and Chipotle are both right. And I will drive by four <laughs> Chipotle to get to a Moe's because that's exactly, um, that's my jam that like, uh, <laughs> um, I yes. But what you're saying there is that it's about building the connection, building the, and and that works. So when you're as you're doing this, I'm assuming that it can't just there's got to be a plan in place. It can't just be haphazard that you know, like oh yes, um, I I remember I haven't posted in a while. I should do something. Um, what would you suggest as far as making a plan and like how often do you need to do this? Is this something that needs to be done a couple times a day? Is it something that needs to be done a couple times a week? I, I, what are your thoughts there? Planning social media is, again, doing a little research, putting in, looking at your past postings. How were those written? How much engagement did that get? Did you get better engagement with video? Did you get better engagement with text? Did you get better engagement with images? And looking at the times of days. Um, Then you put your plan together. The standard is, and it works for most, is three posts a day. One post about your business or your services. One post that's got a little bit bit more of a personalized touch and one post that is a share retweet or something that you found that is in alignment with your business. Um, If you go by those, you'll be pretty good. Um, You need to have some visual aspect in your, in your postings, Uh, too much text and people are going to go, and it's like reading a book. Okay. Too much video and people are going to be like, eh, it's like watching a movie. So you've got to find that happy medium. And when you're first starting out or even when you're going to adjust your social media because you're not getting enough from it, those are the things you need to look at. Did this video get really good hits or did this meme get really good hits or do I need to adjust? So it takes a little bit of time. And, and I know it's a little, it sounds, oh, God, no more time. But it's a small time investment for a long-term engagement return. Okay. And now, what would what would you say would be the most number of social media platforms that a, a business should be looking at? Um, no more it, than four. No more than four. Okay. No more than four. All right. So anything more than four, and you're spending way too much time on your social media, and not enough on your passion. Okay. Now, would that be three? Uh, are you able to do the same three postings across those uh, platforms, or does it need to be there's does there need to be some variation or some difference in what posts are being shared on the different platforms you can do the same postings across those platforms but do not do them at the same time so scatter them so say you're going to post at 9 a.m on facebook okay maybe adjust that post to be 11 on instagram and maybe readjust that post to be 
you know, one o'clock on Twitter. When you're doing your Twitter, remember that you're limited to those characters. So when you're thinking about that same post for Twitter, you want to make that same impact with the minimum amount of characters that you can make. Got it. So you're talking about a maximum of 12 posts per day. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. And, and, and you can do what we, a lot of people in the industry call schedule it and forget it. Okay. And, um, to some aspects that works, there's some really great social media schedules out there. I have a client who on Saturday, she sits down and she plans out all of her social media postings for the week. Takes her a couple of hours, she creates them, she plans them, and she puts them into her scheduler. So then the only thing that she really needs to do through the week is maybe spend about 30 minutes a day going through and giving some personalized touches to those postings. So that it's not just, oh my God, your audience is going, "Ah, they're just posting it through Bitly and they're just posting it through this and they're not really there. So you can have, find that happy medium between where you can schedule things but you go back in and, and say, you know, some personalized messages so that they know that you are actually engaged in your social, your social communities as well. Okay. And by personal, the personal aspect, is that just replying to anything that's out there or is there more involved than that? It could be replying to anything that's out there, given by uh, personalized birthday greetings. We personally, every morning I go in and I give a personalized birthday greeting on our LinkedIn and our Facebook every okay. morning to our birthdays that come up. It could be as simple as, as, as somebody has a question and you take two seconds to answer that question. Or it could be as simple as finding something that was great that you want to share with your audience and you personally posting it in versus putting it in a schedule. It's going to be different for everybody depending on what their audience is looking for and how they engage in those communities. Okay. One of the things that I want to key on though that you said about um, using LinkedIn and the birthday feature on LinkedIn but you're doing a personalized message. Uh, tell me more about that because I, on my birthday, I get a ton of like happy birthday Robs and they're all exactly the same. And it's the, it's the exact, um, you know, template that LinkedIn, you know, says, say happy birthday. And you just click the button and it says happy birthday, but exactly. that, that's not yeah. what you're doing, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that is a nice feature in LinkedIn. And for some people that are really, really busy, that works. Um, to me, that kind of loses that personal aspect. So we literally, I literally put in, you know, may your birthday be wonderful and great. And then we add a personalized graphic to that. So it's not just the standard click a button and forget it kind of thing. Um, Social media is great, but you got to remember if you want to do that engagement and you want to get that audience engaged with you and you want them to know who you are, you have to be present. You have to be there. It makes makes good sense. Now, just while we're talking about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is always prompting you to connect with people, you know, to send messages. So um, one is birthdays. When somebody starts a new position, um, you know, congratulate them on that. Uh, when somebody has a work anniversary, uh, congratulate them on that, those kind of things. Do you, do you focus just on birthdays or is it some of the other aspects as well? And um, is it always having that personal, uh, the personalized way? On those things, it's always a personalized way. I acknowledge their, I acknowledge their accomplishments. Um, it, in the world right now, and I hate to be this way, people are, are there are some people in the world that are very self self absorbed, right? And that 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 little bit of two seconds of acknowledging their accomplishment can make the difference in somebody's day. 
Perfect. And I like to stop and think about that, that if it was me, I would some, want somebody to take two seconds out of their day and acknowledge that I accomplished something. Yeah. And it's, I mean, especially on the work anniversary stuff, it's so funny because you, you get, and it literally says, congratulations on your work anniversary. And it's like, you have yeah, it's generic. Yeah. It's very generic. You have no idea. You know, <laughs> I, I just, uh, even the simple way to say congratulations on eight years at your position at, you know. Um, the it makes online, a huge difference. The online business gurus. That's, that means it shows that you haven't just clicked a button. It shows that you actually are somewhat invested um, you know, in taking the time to do that. Um, and trust me, that investment will pay off for you. Cool. I want to go back to a word that you said a little while ago. You talked about engagement. What does engagement mean to you for social media posts? And kind of what is your measurement on that? Engagement basically is, it's not just, did I see the post? It's, did I share the post? Did I like the post? Did I comment to the post? That makes a huge difference when you're talking about social media. Um, It also makes a huge difference in your insights for the month. So engagement doesn't mean I shared the post and, oh, hey, you saw it. Engagement literally means I commented on the post. I shared that post. I liked that post. Um... And you can check the engagement on those by post by post. On most social platforms, you can do the reporting section or the insight section, and it'll tell you. This post was really viewed a lot, and this post was really shared a lot, and it was commented a lot. Um, that's how you know where the post and what type of postings you want to share with your, your audience is by, did that post resonate with them? Did okay. they get something out of that post? Did they learn something from that post? If they didn't, then that's not a post that that's not a type of post that you want to reshare with your community. You want to readjust to those that really get you involved in your community, because there's a million people out there that post on social media that nobody ever does anything with. That's not the kind of community that you want. That's not the audience that you're looking for. So engagement is literally that it's not it's more than just eyeballs on the post. It is the actual people who not just have seen it, but have done something with it. Exactly, exactly. Because I can post a million things that people can look at and never engage. What you want is those posts that bring some kind of feeling or some kind of action out of people. And they may not agree with the post. I mean, you may get a comment that said, oh my God, this is horrible. How could you share it? But it's still bringing that conversation to the table. Right, so uh, I would imagine that you want to, as a business person, you, you do want to avoid like political stuff in which you're, oh. you, you can get a ton of engagement, <laughs> right? You can get a lot of people that would flame you and just you know, I, but whatever. Um, but what you're looking for is something, something to go out there. But if you have a business philosophy or a business outlook that you are sharing and putting out there, um, it may be that there are some people that that have a different view on it. And that's okay because it's, it's all part of engagement and it's all part of conversation and it's all part of um, building up that post and building engagement. Is that right? That's correct. Um, I'm going to say this and that, that even a, a conversation where my view is different than yours is still a conversation. Right. 
It's still a conversation. Give me the chance to explain to you my why my business view or my business politics is this way. Then I will give you a chance to tell me why you disagree with that. It's all a matter of building a community. You don't have to completely agree with me. My favorite color is green. Your favorite color may be purple. You don't have to have the same favorite color as me. That's part of being in business. However, engagement and conversations is how we start to build who we are, how we start to engage people, how they they start to learn who we are so that they can determine whether they're going to like to work with us. You know, I was actually thinking about it and you just alluded to this. The way that you handle differences of opinion, the way that you handle contrary viewpoints gives insight into who you are. And exactly. So, and so as you're doing that, the people the people who are not necessarily engaged in the conversation but are watching the conversation are learning about you, are learning about your personality, are learning about um, just, and it's, it's really, I don't know what the word is, but it's insight for them. Yeah, it's insight. And, and then, like I said, they may not be engaged in that conversation, but if you're willing to hear somebody else's side of the point of view, and you're willing to listen to why they differ in your opinions and your point of view, that is going to help you build your community and your audience and social media, because they're going to think, well, they're even, they're most open-minded to at least listen to me. So if I'm doing business with them and I have a problem, they're going to be more open-minded to want to work through a resolution than immediately say it's my fault and that's it. Got it. Okay. You also had mentioned about different tools for posting and like different services. Are you a fan of those? Do you have some suggestions as to which ones are, like, are they all pay platforms? Are there some that are more or less expensive. What are your thoughts on those services? There are some great social media posting tools out there. It depends on where you are in your business, what you're looking to get out of your social media tool and that kind of thing. Um, there are some really great free ones like um, Hootsuite. Hootsuite offers a free program. They allow you to have up to three channels. They do post to Instagram, so that's a, that's a nice feature. Okay. Um, it, when you start out, they allow you to grow with them. So the next step up, I believe, is $10 a month. It gives you five platforms. It allows you to um, retweet as well as comment through the program. There is buff. Uh, there is buffer out there. Buffer runs. Um, I think it's thirty dollars a month, and it has a new campaign feature, so you can build out a whole social media campaign and see how it's going to run within the program. Um, I am a firm believer of both. I think it's some aspects you need to set it and forget it because otherwise you'll spend your all your time. But then, like I said, again, you know, maybe 20 minutes a day, go in and put in some personal touches to that social media. So your audience knows it's not just you. Um, it just really depends on what you're looking for, what your budget is, and what you want to see come out of your platforms. But there are some great ones in there. The only thing I would say is whatever platform you're going to go with, you just do five minutes of reading. What features do they do they offer? What features are come with the free program? What features come with the paid? And if can you continue to grow with that program, or is that program at one point going to be outgrown and you need to move to something else? Okay, that makes it makes good sense. Uh, what would you consider a successful social media campaign or a social a successful social media program to look like? What how would how will people know and say i'm this is what i'm supposed to be getting out of my social media work or um, is it 
Is it sales? Is it eyeballs? Is it what would you say is the ultimate goal of a social media outreach? It's going to depend. If you're using your social media and you're selling a product, then it's going to be your sales. You're going to look at how well did that platform or did that campaign successfully turn my social media into ROI? How much of return on investment did I get? If it's at your list building, okay, how many people signed up for that? How many people, I posted these many posts, how many people turned into people on my list that I could market to? If you're building your community, how many likes, uh, engagements, follows, how many retweets, how many reposts did I get? So it depends on, you need to sit down and decide this campaign I'm going to run, this is what I'm looking for. This campaign I'm going to run, this is what I'm going to looking for. And then, then you gauge from there. If you're running one that's on engagements, community building, building your audience, getting your likes, getting your followers, a really good average is somewhere between 100 and 150, depending on the campaign size depending on how many posts are in that campaign. If you're doing list build, if you're using it to build a list, depending on how many posts were in that, what your free giveaway was, how many signups, you're going to want to look somewhere between 300 to 1,000, depending on what that product is. If it's sales, sales off of social media campaigns, you want to look somewhere about between 20, 10 to 20 sales depending on how much you ran, did you run ads? How many posts did you run? Did you run it organically? Did you run it inorganically? Those are the things that you're going to want to look at. But as an average, those are kind of baselines that you can work with. Okay. Um, that's, that is very helpful to be able to kind of have a, an understanding of what we're looking at as far as the numbers go. Um, I, I just want to, you had mentioned this and I, I want you to as we're kind of wrapping things up to just to highlight this, the message that you're putting out there, you said there's three messages that you're doing. Like you're doing a a business message, a personal message, and a, a share message of something that you know you found somewhere else that you thought was good. In that business message, can you talk a, a little bit about what that what that business message what that business message should look like is is it a is it a sales pitch? Is it a um, business information? What are you thinking? It goes into that business post. Three times a week, you want to share what your business goal is. What pain point can you fix? What aspect in their life can you help them with? What aspect in your life can your business your business help them with? You want to share the core of your business at least three times a week. Twice a week, you want to put sales out there, whether it be a strategy call, whether it be a product, whether it be whatever it is that you're selling, you want to share that a couple of times a week. So three times a week, you want to educate is how you put do it. Three times a week, you want to educate them something about your business, something about why your business can help them, something about why your business, they should come to you. Twice a week, you want to sell. You want to get them in the door, whether it be with your three 15-minute call and then on the call, you sell them into the product, the, the program, whatever it is. But that's how you want to do it. And that last message, that, that personal message, it doesn't have to be what you had for dinner. Okay. Um, it, it could be why you got into your business. 
It could be why you chose to go into that profession. It could be, you know, um, why we went into into uh, marketing for for entrepreneurs is because we heard over and over and over. I got this person. They told me they could do this and they couldn't. Okay. So it's it doesn't have to be super personal. It has just kind of has to be why that's your passion now. And that reshare, it doesn't have to necessarily be anything more than somebody that's in alignment with you in what you're the way you think or the way your business runs, or maybe something that is a added feature to something maybe you do in your business. Okay. Makes Okay, good. Thank you so much for that. I, listen, Jonna, you've shared a lot of information and I really appreciate that. If folks are looking to find you on the web, where can they find you? You can find us at the onlinebusinessgurus.com or the obgs.com. We do offer free phone calls. So if you just want to have a touch base call and just kind of a get to know you call, we do offer those. There's, they're absolutely 100% free just to see if, if you're looking or you're ready to take your business to the next level or you don't even know how to take your business to the next level. Give us a call. Okay. And you mentioned mentioned in the open that you guys are bilingual in English and Spanish. We are. We are fully bilingual in English and Spanish. So um, if you're ready to take your business to a new market, we can help you do that too. Wonderful. And you guys were kind enough to offer a free social media posting scheduler. I, can you tell me a little bit about that and where folks can get it? Uh, we actually offer it. It's something I designed on years and years of of research and practice. I have tons. I've been uh, certified in social media marketing through Hootsuite and Udemy and a couple of other other courses. And so after looking at clients and being with clients, I realized there was a need for that. And basically it's a five-part series. You, The first part is you're going to do a little research. Then you're going to do a little affiliate research. And then it's going to show you how to put all of that together into a planner. And you can find the link to that on our website. So if you go to the website, there is a link for that. Um, but it's just kind of a cheat tool for those people that may be ready to do social media, but may not be in the position where they can get somebody to help them with it. Okay, wonderful. I will put a link to your website. I'll also put a link to that uh, pl- that scheduler and uh, hopefully folks will be able to download that and it'll help them out. I really appreciate you being on, Jonna. We have come to the time for three questions to establish your humanity. Are you ready for these? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh, who is your hero? My hero? Yes. I have two. Okay. I have my real dad who served 21 years in the military, put his life on the line so that we could enjoy freedoms that we have and made me the person that I am, made me very independent. Uh, he was very strong in you're not going to depend on anybody but yourself. And so he made me that way. My other hero is Valerie's dad, who is my adopted dad. Um, again, Retired military out of the Marine Corps, put his life on the line. He's the most stand-up, um, um, honest person I know. Uh, he lives for his family, and he would give a stranger the shirt off his back, even though he would never admit that. That's awesome. I You have to go back and listen. Uh, I did a previous episode with uh, the colonel's daughter, who is a, she's a woman that has written a book about her dad and the nuggets of wisdom that he gave her. He was, um, he was in the military as well. And it it was just a really cool insight. Uh, What is something that will make you laugh? What do you laugh at the most? My dogs. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have a chocolate lab and a street mix and we just got a boxer puppy who's not quite two years old and I just laugh hysterically when they get started. <laughs> I love it. My my daughter is a dog person and just anything about dogs she would We run we run a mini zoo. We have three dogs, fifteen fish, and nine birds. So <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um last question for you. You are based in Mexico and um, you are not originally from Mexico, so I'm wondering what is the one dish that you uh, that you get in Mexico that you can't get anywhere else or that you can't get a good version of elsewhere. What is something that you're enjoying of the Mexican cuisine? Mm. I would have to say the ranchera here, which is kind of like a flank steak like we do in the States, but we turn it into fajitas. Here they actually serve it in a steak version. And the way they marinate it and season it, it is probably some of the best meat I've ever tasted in my life. Fantastic. And, and um, are you doing the Trace Leches cake for dessert on that or? Nope, nope, nope. We do not do, we're not big on sweets, okay. believe it or not. We do a lot of fruit and stuff, okay. um, but they make a chocolate here that's outstanding. So every once in a while I have to cheat and have a little piece of chocolate. That works. <laughs> all right. John of London, thanks for being on today. Uh, for all of my listeners, I appreciate you tuning in. I would encourage you again, subscribe, make sure you don't miss an episode. And I will remind you as always that when you stop learning, you stop living. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.